y'all so today's episode is part five of urban legends and i hope you enjoy these mini stories and if you do um please uh, let me know if you do on my email below and everything and all right so let's get started pushing the car Back in the 1950s, the automatic transmission in a car was still a new thing. In 1956, a wife and husband, Judy and Mac, went to a supermarket to shop for the week and drove there in their new automatic vehicle. But when they got out, they found that the car's battery had died because this was a new kind of car. The manufacturers were still having some problems with the design and function. An older man was parked next to them, sitting in his car. Mac asked him if he could help them jumpstart the car with his. The man explained that the car was not his, but his son's, and in any case, it didn't have any jumper cables in the trunk, but he suggested that he might be able to give the car a push with his own, which might get it started. Mac thanked him, but said that because it was a new automatic car, they would have to get it up to a higher speed to jumpstart the car at least 30 miles an hour. The older man assured them that would be no problem. So Mac asked Judy to put the car in neutral so they could back it out and get it ready to be pushed. She did, and soon it was ready for a shove by the other car. The older man backed his car out of its space and backed up, and backed up some more and more. Mac wasn't quite sure what he was doing. He backed up a little more and then started forward, only he was speeding up as he approached their car. Mac watched in horror as the man slammed into the back of their new automatic, crushing the trunk and wrecking the grill on his son's car. What on earth was the man doing? Why he was going 30 miles an hour? He didn't realize that he was supposed to nudge Mac's car from behind with his until they were both going 30 miles an hour and ended up costing both of them a lot of money. This is a ridiculous story that, as you might imagine, started as a joke in a Boston newspaper. Another paper nearby Providence, Rhode Island, picked up the story and ran it and spread it all over the country before people realized that it was a fake and had never happened. A snake causes mayhem. Some time ago, a middle-aged woman, we'll call her Barbara, was driving in southwest U.S. in the summer. She had stopped for some fresh fruits at a stand along the road outside of town not too long before. Now she was driving home just another normal afternoon until she felt a tickle on her right ankle. She looked down and saw a snake's head emerging from her pant leg. It must have crawled into her car when she stopped back at the stand. Now, ask yourself, how would you feel if you saw a snake slithering out of your pant leg and 
You can imagine how Barba reacted. She yelped and saw with horror that the snake had turned around and was working its way back up her pant leg. She managed to keep her wits long enough to pull to the side of the road again. She got out of the car and tried kicking her leg to force it out, but this didn't work. So Barbara dropped to the ground and tried rolling around to make it leave, but still it didn't. At this time, another driver happened past. He saw Barbara on the side of the road rolling about and fearing she might be sick or having a seizure. He pulled off in front of her car and hurried back to see if he could help. Barbara was too freaked out at this point to explain what had happened, so he didn't understand her. Unfortunately, at the moment, another driver came by. He saw a woman rolling on the ground and another man kneeling over and assumed he was attacking her, so he pulled off the road and ran back to them. He grabbed the first man and pulled him up, punching him in the face. Of course, they got into this fight, and neither of them ended up helping the woman who managed to rid herself of the snake. Thank goodness. It hadn't been venomous, and the two guys felt pretty stupid after it was all over. This is a great comical story that dates back to at least 1967, and has shown up in comedy routines, magazines online, and everywhere else. There are variations. Sometimes more people show up. Sometimes it's another kind of animal. But always one thing leads to another until it's all a big mess. Bloody Mary. This is a scary story, maybe all-time classic urban legend. The one that kids love to tell and dare each other to try out. According to the old story, if you go up to a mirror and say Bloody Mary a certain number of times, 5 or 7 or 13, depending on who's telling the story, she'll appear in the mirror and you'll see standing behind you. It's best if the room is dark and sometimes you need to light a candle. Sometimes the mirror will turn blood red first before the spirit of Mary is seen. She may have dark, tangled hair and look like a ghost or a corpse. She will usually try to attack the person who said her name and try to scratch the speaker's face and arms. There have, over the years, have been many versions of the story, which was especially popular in the 1970s. As you can imagine, this is the kind of camping or slumber party story that kids love. Of course, it's just a silly story, isn't it? Many versions of the story began with a friend of mine tried it, or my cousin knew a kid at summer camp who... Usually, the kid who gives it a try doesn't believe it at all, only to find out that Mary is very real, and either injures or kills the kid who dared speak her name. One story says that the friend went running out of the bathroom and would never talk about what they saw, even though they had scratches on the hands and face. Mary is known by many names, Bloody Mary, Mary Worth, Mary Worthington, Mary Lou, Hell Mary, and many others, depending on who's telling the story. She may attack those foolish enough to say her name. 
look at them with malice, kill them, or try to drag them back to the spirit world where she lives. But who was Mary? Legend says that she was an evil witch or a sorceress who was executed many centuries ago for committing terrible crimes and now just lurks just behind our awareness waiting to take her revenge on anyone foolish enough to call to her. Another version confuses her with Queen Mary of England. Time, 1553-1558, who later earned the nickname Bloody Mary because she executed several hundred of her subjects. Still, another version says that Mary had died in a car accident and that badly damaged her face. And now her angry spirit wants to do the same to living. No matter what her origin is, she definitely does not wish any good. Sure, it's just a scary made-up story, but are you brave enough to try calling out to her if someone dares you? Think twice before you do. Lickety Split A young woman, or sometimes a young man, is home alone. Maybe a teenager is staying alone for the first time. In any case, the teenager turns in at around midnight. The family's dog is beside the bed, sleeping on the floor. All is peaceful and well. Sometime during the night, she wakes up hearing a rustling sound or a knock or something in the darkness. At first, she's frightened, but then she feels something reassuring. Her dog licks her hand, which is dangling over the edge of the bed. She smiles and closes her eyes, going back to sleep right after. The following morning, she wakes up and the dog is not there. She gets up and goes downstairs, only to find that the house has been robbed and the dog is locked outside where it's been for most of the night. She goes back upstairs to the bedroom and finds a note left on the floor near where she thought the dog had been sleeping. It says humans can lick too. There is another of those creepy intruder stories similar to the aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light story. <laughs> in some cases, a woman finds a dog dad either on the floor next to her or in the closet or somewhere else. The whole point is that the creepy intruder pretended to be the dog and then sneaked away in the night after cleaning out the house. These kinds of stories are scary because they play into our fears about not being able to control everything and not being safe in our own houses, even when we think we are. Thank goodness this is just another crazy urban legend that never happened. But be careful about letting your hand dangle over the edge of the bed, just in case. Alright y'all, so that's the end of this episode. Um, I do want to say thank y'all so much for listening and stuff. And if you ever do need a friend to talk to about absolutely anything, you can reach me on 7cups.com slash mmbarbieh. And I am here for you always. And I hope you have a good night and a good week and weekend and work week and all of that. I hope everything goes well with you. And just know that you aren't alone ever. And I love you. And thank y'all so much for being amazing. And I'll see y'all in the next episode. Until then, adios.